I was born in Vietnam, grew up in a mud hut. And the thing is, in, in Vietnam, to go to school, it's not like over here, like it's free. You gotta pay for it. My parents, my whole family was a fuel worker. So we work out in the rice field. And since I was six to seven year old, man, I was down the rice field helping my parents out because they couldn't pay for my education. So I have no formal education in Vietnam. I can speak the language, but I cannot read or write. So I can speak fluently Vietnamese, but I can't read or write nothing, man. So when I go to a restaurant to eat, I would like, I love it when they have pictures, but when they have just writing, I like, I like, oh, come on, man, shit. I can't read English and I can't read Vietnamese. What's going on? So I was fortunate enough to come to America at the age of nine. And just like you, man, I, I knew damn deep inside of me, man, that I have the work ethic, that I'm willing to work and grind from the bottom up. So at 17, you know, I dropped out of high school. Obviously my parents was very upset. My mom cried about it because she's like, well, I worked so hard, brought you all the way over here. I want you to get a degree. I want you to be that doctor, that lawyer, that engineer, whatever it is. They want to see me sitting in the office and make a boatload of money doing nothing. <laughs> Something like that, right? To them, making 100000 a year, you are like this big multimillionaire, whatever it is, right? So at 17, I drop out, man, and um, I met my wife at the age of 18, and I pack up and I, I move in with the wife over into a mobile home park in a little shed, 11 by 11, a little shed behind a mobile home park, man. And I told my mom that I'm out of here. I met this chick I'm in love with. I'm gonna, I'm gonna live with her. And she's like, well, where are you going? I said, I'm gonna move in this little, uh, little mobile home park. And my parent came over, Michael saw the condition that I was living in because we ran this little power core from the single Y. It wasn't a nice single Y either, bro. And then run that power core to the shed, got this little small heater. Yeah, winter time it was bad, man. So we stayed there from the age of 18 all the way to 23. When I tell people this, people are like, are you in America? I was like, yeah, I was in America. <laughs> but my wife and I sacrificed because the wife, she didn't want to put any money into renting. She said that the day that I will move out of here is the day that I'll move into a house. And that happens when we're at the age of 23. Like throughout my life, man, even up until I was in like my early 20, I was super shy, insecure as Dude, Michael, I was so insecure that I was wearing a mask to cover up my face when I was with my wife. Like, I couldn't interact with her family because I was so insecure about my physical appearance. I was mentally and physically insecure. And guess what, bro? At the age of like 20, I was forced to go to the mall to work at our little business, a little hair extension business. And imagine I was the guy that said anything that has a little pink on it, ain't gonna wear it, ain't gonna touch it because it's too girly. And I end up having to work at a hair extension kiosk putting on extension for all these girls. And I have to overcome my insecurity, my shyness, and have to ask, it's like people cold calling. I have to ask random girls go by and say, hey, ladies, you wanna get your hair done? And sit them down and try it on for them. Products don't sell itself sitting on the shelf, right? I mean, maybe there are a few people that know exactly what they want, but if you wanna make sales, you gotta sell the products. You gotta try it on, you gotta let people touch it, feel it, taste it, whatever it is, right? That's why in Costco, they give out free sample. So from there, man, that helped me overcome the insecurity. Michael, I remember the first day I went to the mall and I tried it because the wife said, Colin, we have spent all of our savings to buy over this kiosk. So we don't have money to hire employee. I need you to help me out. I can't be in here 10 in the morning all the way to nine at night every single day. So I was still working at another job, Michael, at five o'clock in the morning. I wake up at four o'clock to get ready take me 20 minutes to drive to my job. And then I came home around 1.30. I have about 30 minutes to take a shower or so, an hour, eat, 
and then going to the mall and we did that bro from the age of 20 all the way to 27 seven years all right so i stayed in a little shed for five years work a two job for seven years and in between man it was like no trip no only one vacation that was given to me by my company which they pay for everything so when you work there for x amount of year they'll give you a vacation trip that was only the vacation and that was to hawaii and man i mean from that on it's dude i mean my, my wife and i it's like since we're 18 since we met michael we were like sacrifice do whatever it takes morally ethically but which means it's just grinding hard, not going on vacation, not partying, not having fun, no drinking, no nothing. Like all we do is focus on work, save money for our future. Because we didn't want to work until we're like 40. It's a long time. And at the time, Michael, my wife and I, our mentality was all about show them, don't tell them. Because how many of us sit down at a party with our friends, our uncle, a cousin, family, whoever it is. There's someone in there that talks really big. Oh, I'm gonna go out there, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna make this money, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how it's, the, 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 all this big talk. But how many do it? How many did it? How many made it? So when we're living there, Michael, even our extension kiosk, man, I mean, we got to the point where we're making really good money. I think a couple hundred thousand a year. And we keep it on the down low, we, we don't let our family knows, we don't let our friend knows. We said that we just there as a worker. But anyways, bro, from that, man, we save up our money when 27, and that's just from hard work. And we save up some money, and 27, we got our house paid off, we got our car paid off, we got, we got some money sitting in the bank, we got a little small business in the mall, and then it all went down, bro. I, this is before we pay the house off. And then it went down where the mall pulls me in, and the mall said, hey, you got 30 days to take everything, and you're done. Like, we got a bigger fish, Someone's gonna come in, take over, and you gotta imagine, this is a business that my wife like started, you know, it's like a little baby. Someone come and tell you, tell to say, I'm gonna take away your baby. It's like, for example, like right now we're making money in wholesaling, and all of a sudden the government say, hey, no more wholesaling. It's like a big shock, you know what I'm saying? So somebody tell us like, hey, you gotta shut down, like gone. We felt like, wow, the biggest source of our income is now gone. When it's like, that's all you have to do throughout your life, what else are you gonna do? Like, you know, you weren't aware of to do anything else. So at that moment, man, we knew that we have to come up with plan B. And my wife said that she would never, ever want to get into a business that is on someone else's land. Dude, we tried a lot of things, uh, Michael. We get into Amazon, we fail, you know, and then she really, my wife really discovered that, hey, it's, it's on someone else's land again, right? You build on someone else's land again. Amazon called the shot. If your product sells good, they take over your products. So a bunch of stuff, man, and we're like, you know, real estate is the route that we want to go. So we went into real estates, and from that on, man, I went into the whole fix and flip game. It was a disaster. Then I discovered wholesaling, and obviously, I think we started at the age of 28, man. Went in it, same thing, Michael. Frustrated, overwhelmed, stressed out. We have paid a bunch of money to go to all these seminars. You know what I mean? Right, oh, exactly, I know exactly. And the thing is, like, I was seeking for that mentor. Not just teach it, but I also want to know that he's doing it. So anyways, man, I was six months in, I was, I had enough. I just didn't want to see the next six months of my life, or next year of my life, two years of my life, to go by and I'm barely moving the needle. Like I have no problem taking action. I'm not knowing which direction I'm going. Like when you are not confident, like, you know, when you're not confident that you're moving in the right direction, it's hard to go all in on it. Absolutely. 